Welcome to another episode of Market Overdrive. I am your host, residential real estate broker, and my name is Carla Mina. With me, my host, who is celebrating tons and tons this day. Um, I think everybody's celebrating a lot today, but how are you, Joel? Hey, guys. It's really good to be on air, WGN Market Overdrive. It's uh, our fifth year. We're really excited to be bringing you some really good uh, clients, stories, and educating you today. It's always about bringing you the best experts in the city or industry, uh, if we can say that, because we do fly in a lot of guests from all over the states. So uh, tonight we have a really cool packed show. But before I go on with that, how are you, Miss Tammy? Uh, Mrs. Uh, Forbes Magazine, celebrity status over here. What's going on? <laughs> Super excited. Yeah, the Forbes interview just happened last week. It should be out for everyone to see uh, next month on visibility in your business. Um, but I'm not the only one in the room who has something to celebrate today because Carla... Uh, you have an article that just got published in Chicago Agent Magazine on flipping. I do. We call yes. it refurbishing because it's all about refurbishing existing homes and making them use. You know, that whole recycling uh, thing. I thought I, I buzzed that word. Um, but great article. So make sure you uh, pick up your Chicago Agent Magazine and check out your girl. Yay. That's and fun. one more huge shout out. Okay, in the well, room. that's a huge, huge shout out. It is. <laughs> to uh, our very own Joel on the show, mm-hmm. who today, he's wearing a t-shirt so he can... <laughs> <laughs> he can show it off there. Second time wearing a t-shirt on the show. Right. But for darn good reason, because today marks the date that he has funded over $100 million uh, in business year to date. So congratulations, Joel. Appreciate it, guys. Yeah, it's really about just giving back. And that's what we're doing. We're bringing people on the show. We're educating folks. And that's how we continue to grow. So we're happy to be here. Giving back, seriously, and I know you may want to kick me off air for this or take me out, shut me down off of Facebook, <laughs> but I have to vent. Yeah. I'm going to say the name of this company because I'm very disappointed. Okay, here we go. Quicken Loans. Whoa. They knew I was going to do this because I told the rep I was going to do this. They lied to one of my best clients who happens to be my brother. They, you shot my brother and he called you and you said, I'm going to give you this rate and I'm going to, and I'm not going to charge you any closing points, right? So my brother's like, no, I got Quicken Loans and they told me that we're going to get, they charge, they bought down his rate, made him spend $7,000 in when we're living in historical low interest rates. And I called Tammy at closing because mm-hmm. I was crying. How can I let this happen to my own brother when I'm so on top of everything, but I just assumed that he knew what he was reading. Buyers don't know what they're reading. They don't understand the material because it gets so, it, it, it's like the guy's like, well, I told him he needed to bring $30,000 to closing. I said, did you explain where the 30000 were going? It was a three and a half percent loan product, Joel. And he got charged $3,900 for loan origination fees. Push button, get ripped off. <laughs> I don't, I don't usually speak ill of anyone, but this, it was just done. It just happened. And I was very upset. And I told the rep, I hope you feel good about yourself. And hopefully you're celebrating Thanksgiving, reminding yourself that you screw my brother. Here's the thing yeah. on that. There's good people at every single company and there's bad people at every single company. What we want to do is surround ourselves with people that you know, like, and trust. And that's what real estate's about. So we're bringing people on the show that you can actually learn from. And it's not about just shopping around just to try to find the lowest interest rate. The idea that you'd shop around to find the cheapest eye surgeon, it's kind of the same thing. And not only that, it's also about customer service and going beyond the transaction. And I know you guys think that that's very cliche, but also this week, Tammy was able to save a deal Mm -hmm. where there was an injunction on the condo. And literally, if we didn't close by 9 a.m. on Wednesday, Wednesday, and we were told this on Monday, which was a holiday, that we needed to close the next day or before 9 a.m. on Wednesday, we were not going to be able to close. And so my attorney and Tammy were able to make this happen and fight for the client. And we're actually closing tomorrow. So thank you 
so much. I don't know what I would do without you guys. Amazing team, you guys. Seriously, the best in an industry because we care. We go above and beyond during a holiday, during the weekends, you name it. So enough about us. And let's go down to go through the rundown. Uh, We're going to skip the trenches today so that we can go more back to us. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. No, but let's go through the, through the rundown. So we have an amazing panel today. We have Mr. Porter. I mean, not only is it a handsome, tall, amazing man, but he's also making some tall changes in the studio today by adding uh, what it is to buy in Opportunity Zones. And I've been dying to share this information with mm. you because there's so many savings. There's so much opportunity in this. And of course, it correlates with 1031 Exchange. So please stay tuned because you're going to want to learn this, especially if you want to create wealth for your children's children. And our boys are back. Super excited about Joey and Adam, who are back in the studio. They're with Property of Chicago, and they're going to be talking about why you shouldn't overprice that property. And of course, we have the boys from Tony P's, um, and we have Mr. And I know I was going to mess up your name, so I'm sorry because I know you're looking at me. But uh, Greg DeCalve is bringing in Dean Delisles, who's coming and talk about his book. You'll be hearing more about that later. And of course, our beautiful Rebecca Borks is going to talk to you about how to add that plant in your life and live plant happy. And uh, I don't know if Ken's going to be coming in, but hopefully he turns in because we have to shut this baby down at exactly 6.30. So let's go ahead and introduce your host, Mr. Joel. Well, before we do, I want to jump okay. into the trenches. we got two things that are happening here, right? So we're going to make sure that Tammy kicks it off. you got so much going on, and it's good to have two lenders in the studio. We really like to uh, gel with each other. What's going on in the trenches? In the trenches, what I wanted to talk about today, um, and we, I know we don't have a lot of time, so I'll touch on it super briefly, is the beauty of the buy-down. Uh, a lot of people, most of the clients that I talk to, don't understand this right out the gate, and uh, we, we it takes a, a couple sessions, a session or two to get to it. But bottom line, I'm going to give you a couple numbers. Number one, you buy a house uh, with a $400,000 loan amount. You are at a rate of, let's say, five and a quarter. That's not today's rate, but in the overall mortgage industry, that's a good rate. Um, you are paying on that $395,000 in interest. If you pay to buy that interest rate down by 1% so that it's four and a quarter instead of five and a quarter, you've just saved yourself $86,000 in interest over the life of the loan. So if you're going to hold a property, make sure that you inquire about your opportunities for buy down. Pay the $8,000 to save $86,000. It's simple math and it saves you money. Oh, I like that. That's really cool. That's absolutely the case. And you can pair that with what's happening right now in the market. So now that there's a little bit of snow on the ground, there was an opportunity. I had a client that literally just went under contract two weeks ago. We got the appraisal back today. It appraised for three ten. She's under contract for two eighty two. Wow, so, that's amazing. So this is what happens when sellers literally have to move. They're not going to be in the place they were able to, or they they had to put the property on the market. My buyer came in really strong. So the day of closing, she's going to have twenty eight grand worth of equity, and it's not the forever home. It's just to stop renting, get out and buy something, and do it when nobody else is out there. There's a lot fewer buyers when it's this cold outside. That's the kind of opportunity I'm so talking about. And yeah. later on today, you're going to be. T- Hearing from the boys about why you shouldn't overprice that property. But uh, again, let's go on and introduce our guest. We got David I'm Porter in the house. David. Man, David, how you doing? Great, guys. How you doing? Uh, we were so happy to have you on. We were talking a little bit off air about just the whole opportunity. What's going on in real estate? And it's truly one of the ways that you can make the most money. Tell us a little bit about opportunities. So as you were just touching on, right now we are definitely in a buyer's market. So if you're an aggressive buyer right now, there's definitely an opportunity in real estate. If you're going to go out there and be aggressive and actually actually pursue uh, acquiring a home right now, this is a time to do it. 
the the numbers just don't make a lot of sense to rent. Right. So we look at that a lot where you see what you're paying in rent, and then we go and we show them properties right around the block that you could actually obtain, and you don't need 20% down. Exactly. David, yeah, can you can sense. you really like discuss that? Go deep on that because I I have a ton of clients who are currently renting and they just love the amenities of these high rise buildings and they love the affordability that comes within the high rises and the special views and and the pool and all the crazy amenities that you get in these rental pro, um, buildings that are in the Streeterville area, whatever River North area. Um, but you know it's like a lifestyle, and then to pull them away from that and educate them about the investment aspect of owning your own property. What, what's your take on that? So it, for me, it just becomes numbers, right? And you start looking at the, nu- the, the numbers and what you're actually paying yourself. You think of your home as an annuity, right? You're paying yourself. You pay yourself first. You get the tax deduction. When you sell, that's when you really cash out, right? You take the money that you're actually saving and go buy a, a membership at East Bank Club. It's, it, it, you're going to be <laughs> right? out ahead. Yes. And you're going to have better networking, too. Right? It's right. Or sell exactly. whole house for my special <laughs> client that I've been trying to convert for two months now. Greg, I'm talking to you. <laughs> that's so, true, right? I mean, that's so really true. the case. How much networking can you get done in your own rental building? Everyone's renting, right? Exactly. And so you can actually step out and find some uh, properties, and that's the opportunity. That's definitely an opportunity. But let's not deviate from the real opportunity here. Can you please expand on what is an opportunity zone? So our opportunity zones, those are areas that are designated by the U.S. government for investors to go into. And so the whole theory behind it is that you invest in underprivileged areas or I should say underdeveloped areas in order to get those areas to, I guess, up to speed. So that they are more developed and we get more investment into those areas. So you start to transform that area, which transforms the neighborhood and the people in that neighborhood, transforms how they live. What does a buyer get when they move into one of these neighborhoods? What is the benefit for me to kind of go outside of my comfort zone and buy in an area like you're talking about? So as an investor, you get all these tax incentives mm-hmm. so that you have, obviously, well, it's like a 1031 exchange. Mm-hmm. You get this deferred tax payment. Right. Typically with a 1031, you just roll it over and roll it over. And once you get out, you're going to pay taxes, but it's deferred. The difference with an opportunity zone, the longer you keep it in, the lower your, the amount of taxes you're going to pay in the end. Once you hit year 10, so after a decade, your tax liability goes to zero. You can roll it over to any kind of product you want. So let's go back and, and kind of... Go, let's talk to our novice investor who's watching and listening to us today. That person who doesn't know what you mean by rolling it in. So from a 1031 exchange, say you have a house. Mm-hmm. Can you explain, like, give us an example of how this works? So a 1031 exchange, that is with an investment property. It's not your primary home. It can be your secondary home, right? Secondary home. Anything that's to, rented. Anything that's rented for a certain number of days and you have to live in it a, a certain number of days or not over a certain number of days and you have to have owned it for so long. That's your secondary home. But other investments like a business or some kind of a three flat or something like that, those are obviously earmarked as businesses. So once you sell those, the proceeds from that can be held by a third party. And then once you identify another property, another investment that you're going to get into, and we say property because we're all real estate you know, drip minded here, uh, you identify that with a certain period. And then you take the funds and the proceeds from uh, the sale of your original property investment and roll that over into that. 
So that's what we call it rollover. So exactly. So that makes a lot of sense. So we're talking about like saying you sell your two flat and you put it in this 1031 exchange account and you have to identify your next product within 45 days of closing, correct? Correct. And then you, once you you sell it, you put the money in there and then you buy the other one and then you roll that equity or whatever money you have into that new product. And so you're not really touching money. So you're not really paying any earned income on that money, correct? Exactly. Okay. Now the opportunity zone, you have to buy it. What are the requirements once you buy the property say you buy something for two hundred thousand dollars give me an example so you're selling something that's worth two hundred thousand so a 1031 exchange opportunity zone is a 1031 exchange it's kind of like on steroids right yeah it has to be like kind we use real estate because it's pretty easy when in real estate we're talking about like kind just about everything is real property so you can buy something that's undeveloped and it's still like kind because it's real property Right, so he's getting great. really turn- technical here. Is that, is Let's that keep going. No, I love it. Is Come on, David. No, it's awesome. I'm just making sure. I don't know. <laughs> you lost Joel, though. I think he- Joel, did I lose you? Man? <laughs> the idea is so key because we really want to pay less in taxes. And when you go and you have an investment property, and then you sell it, and there's a big capital gain, the number one thing you need to do is figure out where that money is going to go. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So I deal with my clients. I have a lot of clients that live around here and some around the country. I have some coming in from Germany. These guys are pretty well to do, and they're figuring out, okay, I have these investments. Now, what do I do? And we're talking about generational wealth that they've been protecting. And it becomes, okay, how do I protect this for my kids and my kids' kids? Yeah. What do we do now? We have this, and this product is becoming is coming due, and we've kind of capped out on this. We want to get into something else, something a little more with a little more upside. What do we do? What vehicles are out there for us to maximize our return on our investment? This opportunity zone is a beautiful thing for those kind of people. I love it. it. I get really excited about opportunities, especially the way you explain them where you're building wealth. And I like to say for your children's children, Mm -hmm. because it makes so much sense. So going back to that example of buying something for, say, Mm $200,000, is it true that you have to improve the asset by the same amount that you're purchasing it or the acquisition cost? You have to put $200,000 into improvements in it. So then once it's worth $400,000, then you get to cash out and, you know, get refinance that new purchase amount or that new purchase or that that amount that you have into it. So you buy at 200, you'd re, uh, improve it by 200. So now it's worth 400,000. Get a refinance loan, cash out on your initial investment, but you must hold this product for 10 years. And guess what? If it grows in equity and it's now worth 800,000, that difference is your money and you're going to get no income tax. You're not going to have to pay any income on it, on that money or the equity, correct? After year 10, that is correct. How amazing is that? And also, you've improved the area. You improved the asset. So say you're buying a 10-unit building. And so you go from renting these these units for, for $800 to now maybe $1,200 to $1,300. So now your income is going to be higher and you have money in it. So it's overall a, an amazing investment. Yes. It is a phenomenal thing. And we're not sure how long it's going to be around. So I'm, so I talk about it as much as I can so people understand the actual benefit of doing it. It's a huge benefit, not just to you financially, but to the neighborhood as well. I mean, you're transforming the way people actually live. I love that you say that because I was so excited beforehand. We have some of the same types of guests on talking about similar things, and this is so different. It's technical. It's really something that if you have properties and it's not just your first time buying and you have to shield wealth and you have serious amount of cash, David's the guy to talk to. You're not just talking this. You've done this, and you do it a lot. Yeah. David, tell us a little bit. You've, you haven't been on our show for a bit now. So what are you doing? What office are you at? Tell us. I mean, he's so humble about himself, but he's got a kick-ass team. You guys are killing it over there. Yeah, so I, we have a team. I have a team. And we're out over here at the Gold Coast. We're at One East Delaware. 
Uh, we're at properties. Uh, it's been uh, it's been an amazing uh, ride here the last six and a half years, I think. Wow. I love it. Always yeah. doing great things. He is amazing, you guys. Yeah. Uh, the guys are uh, – you're only as good as your team. All right? So I surround myself with a great team, and they make me look good, which is tough to do. So I <laughs> appreciate that. Okay, never mind. He's not that humble. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. David, tell us, everyone, where they can get a hold of you before you go, please. Uh, if you want to reach out to me, please – Feel free to email me, david at portagroupre.com. That is david at portagroupre.com. Or feel free to shoot me a call. Uh, the office phone is always available, 312-500-5184. Nice. David, that's the office phone or your cell phone number? <laughs> that's my office <laughs> yeah. phone. What? Stop you don't have a cell phone? <laughs> <laughs> I have him on direct dial. Are you kidding me? We used to share dads before we both left our, our old stumping grounds, Cole That's Banker. True. That's true. <laughs> it's always a pleasure to share the studio with you. And thank you so much for the information. I've been dying. Seriously, I was so excited to hear that he was going to talk about um, the Opportunity Zones because I've been dying to talk about that. Not a lot of people are touching it, but it's an amazing opportunity. And I think it has to do with location, right? Um, it really does. And it's a, it really is a great product. Just people don't know much about it right now so while it's fresh you know you want to get in early love it time to strike it is it's time to strike i like that i love it thanks for coming on (laughs) hey guys thanks for having me thank you carla what'd you think of that i love it joe i love that you keep bringing in uh amazing guests that can that are really doing stuff right they're really making a change not within the industry but also in our in our neighborhoods because to be able to go out and venture into these areas and understand the market and understand the opportunities that you can bring to these investors who they may not even ever see these properties because um he's a one-stop shop i mean he's buying the properties for them he's finding the tenants for them he's managing their tenants and it's just holding this uh, investment vehicle for over 10 years and it's a win-win he does it at a high level too so a lot of times when you're looking at these this isn't just a hundred or two hundred thousand dollar deal uh he was humble but a lot of those transactions are north of uh seven figures and when you have that much tax on the line you really want to work with somebody who's a pro and that's really why we're so happy to have david porter on the show today Someone reliable. And that's who's back in the studio today. Tammy, please. (laughs) Very reliable. I I do want to say something before we transition to this guest, because I feel like there's a there's an urgent need to address something for our watchers and listeners, viewers and listeners. Um, And that is that Fannie Mae is rolling out some changes that are taking effect in the middle of December. So if you are contemplating making an offer right now on a property, literally this week, you have the opportunity to do that and maybe close before those come into play. As of that time, in the middle of December, uh, all conventional Fannie Mae loans are going to be looking at how you count rental income differently than before. If you have questions on this, you can contact Joel or myself or uh, whoever you use in your local area, but make sure that you find that out before you assume that you can go on investing like, like uh, as always. Mm-hmm. So just urgent tidbit. Awesome. I love it. Remember, that's what we're here for, to introduce all the news trends and what's happening in the market so you're able to use it, you're able to invest in real estate, and you can win always. Gentlemen, now can I introduce the superstars? of course. (laughs) Are we going to get both of you to talk this time? Because last time I feel like it was one-sided. That's how it is in my married life as well. (laughs) I mean, I talk a lot. (laughs) Gentlemen, we have friends in common. We do have friends in common. Can we give him a shout out? Because I, wait, how he says it, I'm obsessed. (laughs) I'm obsessed. He's amazing. I love it. Oh, little Drew. We love our Drew. Hi, Andrew. Hi, Andrew. (laughs) We're all going to be hanging out at Soho House this summer, I think. Uh huh. Oh, the pool is fun. Right? I can see it now. The pool is very fun. Anyway, our folks, our friends over at Gibson's Italian. We love you. 
totally. just wanted to say hi to Andrew because he said, oh, we have friends in common. I saw your <laughs> Facebook tag. So this is how everybody knows we're, we're connected. There we go. <laughs> and an official uh, invite introduction. Um, this is Adam and Joey from Property of Chicago. They have been with us once before. They may be with us yet again. Uh, today, they are talking with us about the topic of overpricing your home. Um, you guys have been actually mentioning this to me quite a bit lately, and I'm wondering if you can share with us what kind of sparked it as an issue for you. Uh, so what sparked it is that as our market starts to decline a little bit in price, uh, sellers are a little behind, right? Right? So sellers are saying, oh, what do you mean? The market's hot. I can I can price it up here. I'll, I'll get that price. Uh, well, no, you won't. <laughs> um, and so that's that's been a little battle that we're having with sellers in our market lately is that, hey, you have to come to market. Um, the values are slipping a little bit. And here's what happens when you overprice your home. The dangers uh, of overpricing your home is sort of what we're here to talk about today. And this was an article you had found, I think, in the Washington Post, yep. correct? Washington Post talked about it, uh, about the dangers of overpricing. And then uh, Realtor.com did an article about uh, what should buyers do when they come across a home that's overpriced. That's so. a great way to get a show topic. Yeah. <laughs> Just read a bunch of articles. Yeah. Well, I read a lot. <laughs> For real. Yeah, of course you do. <laughs> um, so uh, tell us a, a case in, that you've seen with clients where this has actually come into play. So this was one that happened to me about a year and a half ago. I met with a, a seller, a lovely couple. And uh, I told them that their condo was worth about five twenty-five is where we should list it, and I could bring you five fifteen to five twenty. Well, they called me back and said, "You know, your numbers are really, really low." And I found someone that thinks that it's just worth significantly more. We're going to go with them. I said, "You know, I, I just don't see anything in the data that shows me that you're above that five fifteen, five twenty mark. I don't know what data they're giving you, but I can't find it." So I said, there's always going to be someone that'll list your home at whatever price you want. Sure, there will be. They listed, are you ready? I said 525. They listed for 630. Wow. I just want to add, and you've probably heard me say this before, but there's a math and science, right, to marketing and selling your property. There is public relations, there's marketing, but there's really the art of understanding statistics. We don't make up your your, uh, value. Your buyers have made up the value. So it's statistical data that we have to analyze for you. So if you have tangible evidence (laughs) of what's sold and your appraiser is going to look at the same data, don't question my authority. (laughs) Right, right. And so the the danger becomes, well, I mean, we could just try it at that high price. Someone someone will buy it. Oh, ours is better than our neighbors. Well, the truth is it's probably not better than your neighbors. They're probably pretty similar. And if I've looked at the data, I can tell you if it's better than your neighbors or not. But that's the hardest part where you have to tell someone that their property is not better than the neighbors because their kitchen is not. Well, it becomes a really emotional thing as well, especially if it's your own home. It's an investment property. It's a little bit different. But, of course, we all want to believe that our own home is worth more than perhaps it really is. Sure, sure. And I fall into that because I thought, well, you know what? If I'm gonna, I saw the numbers in my subdivision going up, and I told myself, I told the kids, you know what? I think we should sell. Mom, please don't do it. And then I'm like, well, we're gonna say this. I did this. I did that. And I'm like, oh my god, I'm becoming that seller. No, it's just new carpet. It's just new carpet. <laughs> well, it's actually new floors, but whatever. Well, you know, um, I love but, it. So, so here's what happened with that with that case study. I said, well, you know, first of all, you second guess yourself, right? Yeah. Was there data that I was missing? Uh, well, th- there was not. Um, it took 369 days of market time and two realtors. They finally, when they were listed at 509, they got an offer and they closed for 500. 
No. Now, I wow. told these people a year and a half earlier going at 525, I'll get you 515 to 520. So I could have gotten them 15 to 20 grand more than what they closed for. But let's not forget about the year of carrying costs. That's 12 months of mortgage payments, tax payments, assessments. So that's a difference of, you know, 40 to $50,000. And when you go on the on the market priced right, you're going to get that better price and you get to move on and you get to not have all of these stresses and all of these carrying costs. And it's a it. real stress because getting the, getting the property ready for showing and having to clean and having to declutter and having to live in a stage home, which it's not your home anymore because right. you decided to sell. It becomes a commodity. It's going to compete in the open market. And so it's so difficult to, you know clean it up and move the shoes. You know, you were living with 50% of your stuff in the closets. I can't imagine how hard it is to do that. I mean, that's what my my sellers do. I feel like, I feel like buyers today or sellers today, rather, um, watch a lot of HGTV. Mm -hmm. And I feel like they see all these people that are getting top dollar for like remodeling the kitchen. They see the, the price breakdowns that show up that say, this is how much they spent on the kitchen. And they watch those dollars go directly to the bottom line of what they're getting, you know, to sell their house for. And do you guys feel like that influences people's perception of what they're going to get? Yeah, uh, it, it does for sure. And they think if I spent $30,000 on this kitchen, I'm probably going to be able to sell it for $40,000 more. Well, um, no, not necessarily uh, because you you picked cabinets that look like they're from a motor home in the 90s. We're really getting really nasty here today. Okay, your staging wasn't up to par. That may or may not have happened to us once where a client renovated the kitchen and I, oh, I gave yeah. him and I, I gave him all the ideas and I yeah. said here's the cabinets and I walked into the completed product and I was like oh my god no why did you do it this way <laughs> why? Oh my god. <laughs> no that happens to people who are even redesigning and flipping homes too when they choose the, the cabinets that they loved mm-hmm. um, but I also had a client who was in Europe and his past tenant decided that they were going to refurbish the kitchen and when I looked at it I'm like wait how much money did you spend on this kitchen like uh did uh, it was it was not it wasn't worth what they said that they had spent on it. And there is no way I could recoup that investment. It was just, you know, they used it, they loved it, and that's all I could do for you. But the stats are the stats, right? The stats are the stats. Even, I've got another case I did talk about, even just small, you know, that first one was a $105,000 price difference. But even just small price differences, I recently told a seller, uh, if you list your townhome at four fifty, you know, we're going into October, um, you'll probably sell between four thirty and four forty. They found someone that listed it at four sixty five. Now, fifteen thousand dollars doesn't sound like a lot, but here's what happens: people search in chunks of twenty five thousand or fifty thousand. I have a lot of buyers. Hey, I'm looking for a two bed, two bath up to four fifty. They don't say up to four sixty eight seven. They say up to four fifty, right? So when you're shooting yourself in the foot by not getting into that larger pool of buyers down in that four fifty range, that place has been on the market. They did one price reduction. It's now at four sixty. It's been on for thirty five days. Guess what? It's snowing. It's not the time to play with price. If you've got to get out, you've got to move on. That particular uh, uh, client was moving out of the state. It's not the time to play around with price. So this is great because I think it gives sellers so much useful data, right? And obviously, they should call one of you guys and (laughs) work with you so that they get an expert on their team. Um, But I'm wondering, how does the same principle pertain to buyers? We're seeing that a little bit at the moment, actually. We had some buyers just this week that Joey had taken to see a few properties, but they really liked one in particular. Um, it was listed for 450 So they talked about maybe putting together the numbers to write an offer, and um, Joey looked at the comps, and it was priced more around 390 was a more realistic figure. Mm. Of course, 
they fell in love with the place, so they wanted to do something. And they, you know, what are, what are their options? One of them is obviously just to let it sit there, mm-hmm. don't do anything. It had already been on the market for thirty days, so it's it's overpriced. Um, and maybe in another thirty days, you might see the seller become a little bit more realistic. Um, or you can build a plan of attack. You know, submit all the data to the seller and their agent, and say, "This is what we think it's worth. We really want the place, but come on, let's be realistic." The problem is when you do that, you need to be prepared for the fact that the seller may not yet ready be ready to be realistic. You know, they may not be really ready to come to market value for whatever reason, and you might end up being disappointed. Right? Um, no, that but, makes sense. Yeah. Well, and I'm I'm I've seen a few times uh, this situation. I'm actually uh, curious what you think about this, Joel, or, or if you see this very often, um, where there's obviously a discrepancy between the value and the listing price, and a buyer uh, really wants the house and maybe is even willing to pay the higher price. But so they go ahead and write up an offer, and they kind of count on the appraisal is going to come in a little lower, and maybe they can use that for leverage to get to get uh, a lower purchase price. Do you see that? What do you think Don't about count that? Count on it. That is risky. That's the Problem, it? Don't count yeah. on it. Don't Here's the it. idea. It's like having a, a pop quiz and the answer sheet. This is what you're giving a real. This is what you're giving as a realtor. You give. Here's the contract, and you send it to an appraiser. Tell me what this is worth. If you got a buyer and a seller, and the comps aren't that far off, ninety nine percent of the deals come in right now. Okay. So. Right. Yeah. You really do. What do you guys think? Yeah, do not rely on that as a way to, <laughs> to end up getting to the fair market price. If I you're think. relying on that to yeah. get $20,000 off the price, well, you know, when that appraisal comes back in low, both the buyer and the seller have the opportunity to just kill the deal. Mm-hmm. Or the seller is going to come and say, well, you on this piece of paper yeah. said that it was worth that 400 and this appraiser says 380 but you believe it. So I want you to come back with $20,000 out of your own pocket. This is the agreed upon price. Yep. You yep. guys feel exactly. like this is yep. the price and that's nine times out of 10, the seller doesn't come down. Yeah. Yep. Well, uh, what is one thing that you guys hear from maybe potential buyers that are shopping um, or any clients that you have, I guess, that's pretty consistent all the time? So I get asked all the time, how do I get a deal in Chicago? How do I get a steal? How do I get, how do I get that really low price? Uh, and there's no real science to it, but there is some timing involved in that. And this is that time of year, you know, right now until uh, New Year's Eve. Uh, buyers are pretty scarce. And sellers, uh, if you're on the market, you were probably overpriced uh, when the market was hotter during the warmer months. And if you're still on the market, it means you have to go. Uh, so you can go in and really kind of get that lower price at this time. Joel was just talking about that. You got 280 and it appraised for 310. We see it year after year. Yeah. yeah. This is the time of year to go get your deals. So if they've been sitting there wondering, when can I get my deal? The answer is like today. Yeah. Literally, <laughs> yeah. Call me now. Yeah. <laughs> my phone's on silent for the show, but please call now. <laughs> Do you want to give me your number? Seven seven three four ten zero seven five seven. Okay, Whoa. that's awesome. And where else can we find you guys? Uh, Propertyofchicago.com, and we're on Facebook as well, and Instagram. Uh, our handle's Property of Chicago there as well. Easy, easy to find you. Easy, Not to mention, easy. you guys are all over Chicago and all the best places. So I try to be. <laughs> and he's got great that. hair, Joey. I love it, man. <laughs> You've got great hair too. Stop you're you're going to start getting some of these great streets. That, at some I want to be a silver fox, man. <laughs> <laughs> all, like really, really want. It's going to be awesome. And we got to hear Too from bad. Adam today. Mm-hmm. I'm so exciting. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, you're taking my breath away. <laughs> I know you're taken. I've heard it 20 times already, but I can't help it. His accent is amazing. I know. That's how you kill. The business. You just have him answering your calls. Mm-hmm. 
Hi, would you like to work with Joey or me? <laughs> you should do a poll. <laughs> no, I don't want to be alone. I'm the losing end of a poll. I know where that's going to go. <laughs> You're like, I know where I stand in this relationship. Wow. Love it, yeah, gentlemen. It's always great. Oh, am I invited to the client appreciation event this year? Because I heard it was the bomb. Yeah, last year's was, was huge. Bomb, you will yeah. be invited. We'll have a couple this year. Yay! You will be invited. This yeah. is what I do. Invite myself to places. It's okay. <laughs> as long as she does it on air. Locks people in. Right? <laughs> you have to say yes, because, you know, Adam, you heard it on Market Overdrive. <laughs> thanks oh for being God. with us you guys you guys Thank are amazing guys. as usual and again property of chicago if you guys want to find them i also want to remind you guys that all of our shows are saved and cataloged on our youtube channel on facebook on apple podcast and google play so be sure to follow us that's right, guys. We're in our fifth year, so you can also like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and then subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're always bringing you new clients, guests, and things that you can follow up and learn from. We are elevating your real estate IQ. And now we're moving into the uh, the happy part of our show where we oh. talk about how to improve your lifestyle, how to you know make that home a cozy place, and now this new trend of living plant-happy where you can actually bring in, especially in this weather, which I'm sorry. Oh. I know you guys are tired of listening to me on my stories about <laughs> complaining about how much, but I'm, I'm a tropical girl. I, I, you know, I, I miss my ecosystem. You can't put an iguana in the snow. Like, I need to be in the, under the sun. Is that a song? It. I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep going on and on in us, but I love plants. Joel, mm-hmm. having plants in the office space and in the home, it really just adds a level of happy, but don't take my word for it. You got to take it from the boss of all bosses, Miss Rebecca Borgs, who is here to talk about plant happy. Welcome back, love. Hi, thank you. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> it's always great when you get the girls in, in, the, in the studio, right? Yeah. Let's just have fun. Let's do what we do on those threads all day long. Let's just chat. <laughs> Let's just chat. That's What's going me. on? Um, so I'm excited. This is a new segment for you. And I'm excited to bring biophilic design to the masses. Say it again. Yeah, Biophilic design to Tell the masses. Me. We got to know what it is. <laughs> right? Um, I love the term, right? It's like bio. You hear bio in it and you're thinking, oh, that's got to be wholesome, earthy, okay. right? It totally is. Um, the idea is that we bring plants to people. Yes. Uh, the, the best way is through... Um, living with plants and how it affects your psyche. So Plant Happy is focused on creating places and spaces where you work, live, and play that actually contribute to your happiness. I love it. <laughs> Do like, I, and you're trying, you're starting to, not starting, I think it's happening, right? People are using this and are yeah. living because we live in these high rises and some situations people live in lower levels and in garden units and they don't get to see all this light and right. so you want to bring some life into your space and that's part of staging 101 too when you're trying to sell a property you want to bring in the outdoors indoors um, yes. so that you know it feels cozy and it's easier for us to sell a product Right. And biophilic design is actually a little bit more than just um, bring the outside inside. It's actually creating opportunities where there, I, I call it the transterior, where there actually is no difference between the inside and the outside. So it becomes this extension of your home. Oh, wow. and you can do that whether you have a balcony, a courtyard, a deck. Um, and of course, if you have the American dream, which is a house and a yard, there are ways that you bring the natural materials, integrate them inside the house and outside the house. So it almost looks like the spaces, there is no division. I so love it. I could literally call you and have you come to my place and you just like walk through and tell me what needs to be added here and there so that it can be like biophilic. 
Yeah, well, it would be more plant-friendly. Um, we would do some biophilic design, I guess is what you would say that. Um, and we would look at where the sun is in your house and the types of plants and like your humidity level and what would really do well in there. And then if the humidity level is low, we'll figure out what to do to sort of accommodate it if there's a plant you absolutely must have. And, you know, it's a lot of, there's a little science behind it, but the plants, you know, you can live with plants that improve um, your well-being through the the, ch- the change in oxygen level that they right that's the immediate mm-hmm. one but there's other plants you can bring into your home that li- like in your bedroom for instance that will help you sleep better you've got things like lavender and um uh juniper i think mm-hmm. i might have jasmine sorry lavender and jasmine which both help you sleep soundly and um more calmly there's real science behind this right there's real science you behind told this. us before and i love this that you brought this up just literally tell us just looking at a screen tell us the story yes. so this is really Fantastic. The brain doesn't know the difference between um, fake or real plants. And that's actually true with a lot of stuff. When we're looking at stuff, our brain is very literal. So for the brain, and it also loves the colors blue and green and yellow. It's the sunshine. It's the earth. It's the sky. It's the plants, right? You stare at these things for 10 minutes and it literally raises your levels of serotonin and dopamine. Hmm. Literally making you happier. So oh, wow. So my happy. crabby ass should look at yellow, <laughs> stare at yellow before I leave my house every day. Right? Or get a plant. So, so put on the gloves, gloves, hats, and coats and look at yellow. Get a little plant by your workstation, wherever that is. Bring uh, a plant um, or, or change your screensaver on your computer or on your phone to something. Like if you're thinking about that uh, tropical vacation and somebody's on a paddleboard and they're like in a cute bikini or some really nice and um, handsome guy in swim trunks. Whatever. All of you that. You too, Joel. That's exactly <laughs> what you need to visualize. <laughs> Bikini, whatever it is. Um, you will stare at that. I mean, if you stare at that for 10 minutes or so, you will literally raise serotonin and dopamine in your body. Yes, because we're not all lucky like Will Barroso, who just came back from Puerto Rico. I'm so we're not. lucky, Will. Yeah, Will. lucky like Will. It's like, I'm sorry, I can't talk to you. Talk about rundowns this week because uh, I'm drinking a mimosa. What were you, Margarita, on the beach? That's right. <laughs> excuse me. It's totally. a good excuse. I can take time for a conference call in between margaritas. I'm like, who says that? I was like, oh, Will. That's totally valid. But he could totally do that. And I was going to say, Will, stay there because it's miserable here. But you can't stay there because I need him. need him so much. Yeah. About, but back to what Rebecca's doing, the, the things that you do when you're working in these spaces, whether they're residential or commercial, this is not just like you're bringing in plants and setting them in rooms. You, this is architectural and artful. You're, you're doing this super mindfully so that the blend is like easy. It's natural, right? Correct. I mean, the most, uh, because, well, we all like things that are pretty. I mean, most of us like things that are beautiful. I love elegant, things that are pretty. Right? <laughs> Me beautiful, too. beautifully designed places and spaces. And, you will find, and this is why interior designers, good interior designers are so well paid, is that if you have a room in your house that's not being used and there's something that's, then there's something that's not wooing people into that room, right? Plants are one of the things that, that do that. So, you know, interior designers often consult with people like me to help them create spaces that bring more comfort to people. So where would someone go to find you right now if they wanted to call you and have you scope out their place and consult with you? Well, you can find me at um, Live Plant Happy on Facebook and Instagram, and you can check out some of my stuff there. I love it. And Rebecca is also president 
of the National Board of Fem City. So make sure they follow her as well. They are taking new members, so hit her up for that. It's a great network, especially for you female entrepreneurs or non-females. Yeah, uh, I'm um, a member. And I'm a member. <laughs> Joel. <laughs> we are Fem City. <laughs> we take a bow. Joel feels out. Don't be Joel Joel feels out. He's still smiling. <laughs> we'll bring you as an honorary member. How about love that? That's right. I love that. <laughs> Rebecca, it's always a pleasure hanging out with you. Thank you so much. I'll and remember, everyone, I just like saying this. Live, plan, happy. You should have a song. Oh, a jingle. We should make a jingle. jingle. I'll sing for you. I love it. (laughs) Don't get us start. Don't get us talking about makeup, and then it just becomes a whole other crazy mess, right? (laughs) But real estate always. So, thank you so much, Rebecca. And moving along, um, our segment now we're moving into businesses that we want to highlight. We have the uh, gentleman from Tony Pease and Greg DeKalb who are bringing in an author, and I actually was able to get a free copy because I like gifts. Did you get a copy? Oh my gosh, that's amazing. The first, oh, so first, the street guide to G- digital business influence, Dean Delisles. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Great. Did I say that correctly? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> See, he said, don't pronounce the L, but it's like Lyle. And guess what? She don't got pro- it. No, don't pronounce the S. Right. She right. got it right on the first try, which is good. I keep saying <laughs> first English for is first, my second yeah. language. It's really hard for me mm-hmm. to pronounce. Like, yeah. I don't even know what she says. Biophilic. Did I say that correct? Yeah. You did. Biophilic. lost me. Crushing but. it. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> how are you, gentlemen? And Greg, yeah. how's it going? Doing? Welcome back. You, you survived last yeah. night? <laughs> Oh my gosh, yeah. I can't hear you for some reason. Am I supposed to? No? It's a, okay. There he is. There he is. All right. Yep. Nope. Last night was great. Uh, took over Sound Bar. Beautiful venue. Great turnout. Even though with the cold, I got to hand it to Chicago people, man. They love the network. They fought it and they came out and it's a good time. Brutal cold last night. But do tell us a little bit more about your guest. Yeah. This is Mr. Dean Delisle. He's got a... If you don't know him already, um, you will. He is a... Been in Chicago, uh, master of LinkedIn, and runs a lot of different networking events, published author, a good friend, and business partner. And I know he's got a lot of things going on here in the city. So Yeah, thank you. So, uh, so yeah, so, uh, Joel, good to see you. Yeah, it's always good to have you, man. I know. You, you light up a room. You always look good as well. Thank you. Um, and congrats on the 100. So Yeah, not yeah. as good as that 100 t-shirt. I know, yeah. I'm looking at that. <laughs> <laughs> time to refi, time Pretty to refi. Killer, right? <laughs> so, you know, we all know that it's, um, well, we, uh, most of us have been around Chicago for a while. And, uh, and, and anytime you're a networker or you're in business or a hardworking entrepreneur, it's all about the first one people think of. So just growing up my whole life being a networker, and building businesses and failing, uh, you know, the best times come when people go, oh, you know what, call Joel, you know, because they know they're going to get the best deal. And you said mm-hmm. it early. It's about, you know, business is about who you know, like, and trust. Mm-hmm. And so once you get to trust people, then you're like, oh, man, then, it, then, then you know, it becomes easier to do business. And that's how referrals get generated. And that's how you become successful. So I uh, took uh, lessons from the street growing up on the streets of Chicago and Northwest Indiana and London and all over the place and just said, you know what, I'm going to make a street guide so anybody can become first in their network. So a lot of people that are listening to the show are real estate agents. Tell them, like, what would they do? There's so much clutter and there's so many things. Give us a little tidbit from the book. What would you be doing if you're a real estate agent right now? Well, I think the big thing is, and we've trained thousands of real estate and mortgage. We've Mm -hmm. trained G-rate people. Yes, of course. You guys are great. Uh, So... uh, So the biggest thing is I think it's hard not to sell. And so a lot of times one of the mistakes people make is they get on social media and they just push listings or they just push their rates. 
And I'm like, no, we want to know who you are as a human. Tell your story. We want to know that you're real, that you're not just about the lowest rate. You're not just about the best listing, but you're going to take care of me building that trust. Tammy was talking about this last time when it was just the exact same thing. Everyone wants to know a little bit about people and what they're doing, right? So instead of when you're on social media, just talking about rates, you build yourself up and people know who you are. Absolutely. In that interview that I just got to do with Forbes last week, that was part of the subject matter. A main part of the subject matter was uh, that people crave authenticity and they want a personal connection with you. When I'm in an Uber, I've said this before, you guys have heard me say it on the show, and I'm talking with my Uber driver. If I tell him I do mortgage, he doesn't care. If I tell him what I'm excited about and passionate about, and it's about my work, he begins to care. He begins to think about how that pertains to him because he wants to be excited like that too. And so then I get to talk to people about how to get into multi-unit homes. So that authenticity and extending like who you are as a person within your business is vitally important. Yeah, that's cool. And so we do um, we do uh, some networking events here in Chicago. You know, Tony P and my buddies are known for their massive, you know, great events. And there's a lot of people there, good people to meet. Um, and we do these more intimate events called Bear Networking. And clothing is optional, although most people wear clothing. But it's uh, it's about it's a, it's about really getting to who you are rather than what you do, and that's the context when you go there, you're not allowed to talk about what you know until people know who you are. Yeah. And and it just creates a cool environment where people, you know, just uh, can be real and authentic, like what you said. Yeah, it's good to add a personality to the, the business and not just for real estate or real estate professionals or mortgage brokers, um, but also for those entrepreneurs, right? When they have, you're starting to see a lot of the coffee shops that have like a mission, they have a purpose. So it's beyond the coffee. It's more about a place of like limitless. I think they have a really cute, like, you know, personality. Can you imagine? It's weird. They were talking about personalities with when it comes to a business. Um, and entrepreneurs, we are our own companies and we're a brand. And I like to say that, you know, Carla Mina is a brand because people know me as a realtor everywhere I go. Everybody knows I'm a mom. They, they know my kids, you know, and they know that I'm a hockey mom. They know that I'm a baseball mom. They know about Mia. So it's like all about relating that personality um, because no one wants to work with someone that's not like them. Right. Right. And uh, back to Joel's question, I have another good tip, too, is uh, I'm going to just tell everybody, you know how uh, we get on social media and we feel like we have to, you know, get in there and do our time a little bit and and really, you know, oh, I got to log in and do my thing. And then, you know, I'm in a hurry and then we just like a bunch of stuff and we call those people likeaholics. And so what we want to do is is because you get addicted to the connection, but you're not really connecting. So so slow down and have some conversations. Talk to people. You know, like, like, like tell them what you like about what they posted and what they put out there and how they helped you. And if you just slow down a little bit, you'll get 10 times the people engaging 10 times more. Oh, come on, Dean. Did you see uh, Porter's face? David, when he, when I said, Oh my God, look at you. I, I'm tired of looking at your Facebook before and afters. And he's like, stop stalking me, Carla. <laughs> I didn't even know you liked my stuff. That's because I'm a silent stalker. I'm like, Oh, look at Porter. He lost so much weight. That's amazing. <laughs> but you're right. That's who I am. I'm a, or, or I'm could, a liker. Yeah, right. Or you could hire Social Jack, one of our brands to, to be your stunt double if needed. If okay. you're too busy or you want some stalking done for you. So. <laughs> Dean, what about personal brands? So you talk about this all the time, I right? Know. There's so many things you can go into. We don't have a lot of time, but speaking of first, what's one of the first things that somebody can do when it comes to building their brand? Okay, so first and foremost, 
you know, have a have a photo of yourself that's current. Oh my god. Oh, wow. Real okay. estate, I'm telling yeah, you real the, estate. We're the worst, right? My real estate, my insurance people, um, sometimes mortgage, it's like I look at the picture and then they're like, "Let's meet at Starbucks." And I have them up on the screen and I'm sitting there for 20 minutes and they've been there for 20 minutes and I'm like, "That's you?" <laughs> Unless you're like Sarah who's a serial profile pic. She's taking profile pictures every day. I mean, yeah, so that's being, being authentic, like, isn't it? Authentic. That's really who you are. Yeah. Instead of the best picture you ever took seven years ago with your old girlfriend cropped out. That's your best picture. That's my photo. No, you need to no be you. prom pictures. Right. So that goes back to just being genuine is what yeah. I'm hearing from you. Yeah. And then also don't necessarily put your title, but, but tell people how you're going to help them. So a lot of times you get a headline or you get a little mm-hmm. bit of a chance to, to say who you are because you'll show up in the newsfeed, good, clear photo and say exactly how you're going to help the other person. And put some pictures up there too. Yeah. I love hurt. that. Well, yeah. video and video is hot. So yeah, you great know, stuff. I mean, so before you go, Odid, can you give us one reason why we should read this? What's in this book, and why I must read it? Well, if you want to be um, the first one that people think of and people call, and the first one known in your industry, that's who I wrote the book for. Yeah, love it. I can't wait to read this book, Dean. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> I want to be that girl. Who's that girl? <laughs> awesome. You're number one. Yay, thank you. A pleasure to have Thanks. you here. Uh, Greg, always awesome having you here and bringing us great talent and showcasing amazing businesses because we need to know what's going on in the city. Who is building what and who's coming on? Who's writing what? Because we want to be the first to tell you what's going on and we want to be your focus. Again, we're not reporters. We're here as business professionals, lender, lender, realtor. Greg is a, I mean, Jesus, you wear so many hats. But you know, we want to introduce you to these folks because we know how helpful they've been in my career, our careers, and I know they can help you guys grow too. So pick up this book and make sure that you text me or email us and let us know what you thought about it. Well, and and real quick, if you want to come to the event next week, there's about eight to 10 seats left. Bear Networking, B-A-R-E Networking.com. And they they can actually wear clothes. It's okay. It's optional. (laughs) (laughs) After eight o'clock, I don't know what happens. Do we get one free ticket, two free tickets, anything, (laughs) promo code? For you? No, you know what? Just, um, Just hit me up. Look at that. Amazing. <laughs> Not me, for our listeners. Our yeah. Yes, okay. Go to bearnetworking.com and just say, talk to Dean. I love it. See, awesome. I'm always negotiating on your behalf. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get you the best prices. Even on the show. There you go. <laughs> Dean, show. Greg, thanks so much for coming in. You got it. We'll thanks see thanks you for having soon. me. Awesome. Great. Uh, well. Joe, I love it. He's taking over the show because I'm totally not following the rundown. Yeah. And our friend Ken Monroe is stuck in traffic or doing whatever, his hair, his makeup, all that jazz. Um, but we have the beautiful Kai who's going to just give us what's going on in the scene uh, this weekend. Miss Kai, I know you're not set up, but uh, can you go up? Before we do that, <laughs> yeah. though, that's the whole point. We are doing real estate, but so often you live in the city of Chicago, and then Monday rolls around, and guess what? Oh, I forgot something. How, I didn't know that was happening this weekend. And if you tune into the WGN Market Overdrive show, you're going to learn what's happening in the scene. So, Kai, how are you? Hi, I'm good. How are I you I saw guys? you sitting over there doing, like, your squats. Tell us what you were doing. I was, actually. I was that? trying to get... Yeah. I was like, what is she doing? Because she's well, right I'm over there. I'm running the social media, and I'm on my phone. So, I'm like, I might as well get a good workout in while I'm standing there. <laughs> that is resourceful and efficient, girl. Props. <laughs> so, Ms. Kai, what's going on in the scene? Okay. I've got a list from Ken. So, excuse me. He just sent this to me. Um, the return of live music to Rush Street in the Gold Coast, in the same spot where there was Julie's, The Backroom, Faces, and Mr. Kelly's. Um, it's a historic live music venue. 
Um, and we've also got on Saturday the Open Hearts Gala at Tau, um, and it's supporting Street Samaritans. So it's a good cause. We're going to get that. I want to go right? to that. Yes, yep. we're yeah. going. We're, okay, we're doing that. Yeah, awesome. Um, and <laughs> we're just also in. more. <laughs> there's more. Okay, I love there, it. Tell me there's more. There's more. Um, on November 16th, there is um, a Safe Haven 25th Anniversary Gala supporting the homeless of Chicago. So, I mean, that's a really important cause right now, right? Yeah, that's amazing. Like, the winter is coming. It's freezing out there. Mm -hmm. And there's so many homeless people in the streets. We've, you know, we've got to do something to help them. We're also fortunate to do what we do. And these are the things that we talk about every single week. You hear us talking about giving back and being charitable. And that's one of the good things about tuning in and uh, learning what's going on in the scene. So, Kai... Anything else before we let you go? Yeah, let me give you the uh, website okay. if you want to check that out. It's www.asafehaven.org slash gala. What is safe that haven. like when you read it? Yeah. It is <laughs> It is a safe haven. Safe haven. .org. I'm, uh, reading is hard sometimes. You did it <laughs> perfect. perfect. Absolutely you. awesome. And that's Thank the reason you. that we have you guys on. <laughs> we want to know what's happening in the scene. You did awesome. We Thank do. And we want to give a shout out to my boy Mo Daka, who just texted me and said he's watching the show. Mo, we need a promotion for Tim Asimos. You don't understand how much I love this man. He's Tammy? the best. He's absolutely been <laughs> the most amazing attorney, real estate attorney to work with on this yes. transaction. Works on a holiday, gets an injunction figured out, and we're closing on Friday. That's my dude. So if you guys need an attorney, please make sure you contact Tim Asimos because he's amazing. Well, we really hope that you have learned something today. Maybe just one little piece of advice that you might be able to add to your toolbox. We appreciate you. So Market Overdrive, as you guys know, it's a bi-weekly news and entertainment show. We're not reporters. We're literally practicing professionals. And the people that you see here are some of the best industry experts out there. So if you know somebody that would like to come on the show, please send us an email. Marketing at marketoverdrive.com. Again, follow us on Instagram, like us on Facebook, and subscribe. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. And remember, we're back alive next week on Thursday, so make sure to follow us and come in and hang out with us. And if you need information about buying or selling or staging your property or want to know more about Plant Happy or these 1031 Exchange or Opportunity Zones, please email us. We're very accessible. You can always email me at Carla at MarketOverdrive.com. It is always a pleasure to help you grow, as I like to say, well for your children's children. As always, <laughs> like I messed that up. But um, good night, everyone. And again and again, thank you so much for hanging out with us. 